welcome to another episode of Joy in Your Circus. I'm your host, Sabrina Irvin, and I can't wait to share another amazing motherhood story with you. Today, we are chatting with Charlotte, a beautiful mom who welcomed her fourth baby into the world this week. When I interviewed Charlotte, she was still pregnant and was hoping that a baby would stay put just a little bit longer, but she also knew her history of early deliveries would mean that she would likely have an early appearance by her boy. Oh my goodness, was she right. Little Liam entered the world five weeks early, weighing in at four pounds, 10 ounces. I ask that you please keep the Tipper family in your thoughts and prayers as they are just starting their NICU journey. They would love nothing more than for their little boy to be home and their stay to be brief in the hospital. Here is my conversation with Charlotte. today I have the pleasure of interviewing one of my friends Charlotte who has been in the lives of Brandon and myself for many years I don't even I don't even know where to start that way but <laughs> do you have any idea how long have you known Brandon um since 2005 I would you say. knew that off the hop yeah for you. <laughs> it's like right after high school I had met him and yeah. a few other of the friends in the yeah. friend group so, yeah. So, Charlotte has been friend and roommate and, yeah. oh, she took pictures for us. We were talking about that earlier. So, Charlotte has played many different roles. Oh, and she sang. You sang Wedding at, and Jackson's. Yes, his dedication. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm excited to have Charlotte here and chat about her story. We have a lot in common. So, you're going to hear yeah. a little bit about that throughout the podcast. So, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So, let's just start by chatting a little bit about you. So, as a mom, a busy mom, we often like talk about our kids all the time. So let's talk about <laughs> you as a woman. So what are three to five words that you would say to describe you? Um, describe me. I am a very, very sensitive person. <laughs> very sensitive. Um, I would say, uh, kind of an overthinker most of the times. That comes with like the mental health part of it, but I'm also very nurturing and empathetic, observant. A loyal partner. <laughs> That's a good quality. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the circus that you have. So when did you become a mom? Ages of your kids? Kind of what's the house like? I became a mom for the first time in 2014. Um, very unexpectedly. <laughs> but it was definitely most welcomed. Um, our children now are five, four, 16 months, and then we have one due shortly here at the end of March. But I don't think we'll make it to the end of March. It'll likely be sometime in the middle or beginning, so. Yeah, very exciting. Mm -hmm. So what is the dynamic between the kids in your house? Hmm, okay, well our first two are 17 months apart. And then, so, and then the next two will be 17 months apart also. So it'll Good timing. Be, it'll be quite... <laughs> we'll see how how the last two do with this, like, relationship. But yeah. our first two, Rylan and Mackenzie, they're very, very close. But at the same time, drive each other nuts. Yeah. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are very lively. Very lively children. <laughs> 
Yeah, we like That's a great. good way to put yeah. it. Wonderful. I love them to bits and pieces. Are they excited about the new baby coming along? Yes. Rylan, yes. He, he, like he says, he tells everybody, he's like, I knew it would be. <laughs> Not just knew, I knew it would be a boy. It's a boy, it's a boy. And then when we did, uh, we did a little, like, um, uh, gender reveal yeah. for the kids. And um, Mackenzie, her reaction, she had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, she goes... I think I remember... Was there a video of this? Yeah. Okay, video, yeah. And then I remember goes, seeing a video of this. It's a girl! And we're like, no! Blue means boy! It's a boy! Okay. And then Hannah's just bopping around and like, I don't know what's going on at all. <laughs> no she, idea. Yeah, no clue what's going on. Yeah. That there's something in there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's cute, though. So, mm-hmm. I I often think... That people kind of clump kids in categories and say, oh, all your kids must be the same. Obviously not true. Can you tell me something unique about each of your kids? Rylan has a special gift of being able to make a helicopter sound that none of us can figure out how he does it. Because it's like, normally when you like, like, roll your tongue, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like... You know, yeah. outwards. He somehow sucks in and makes it in the back of his throat. It, oh my it's gosh. the weirdest thing. And we all try to do it and we all like gag because we're like. So this is a so unique it. thing to him. This That's... is like he's the only one I've okay. ever heard that can do this. Okay. And it sounds just like a helicopter. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a very, very sharp memory and like will bring up things when he was two. Wow. Like, there was one time when I was here and we did that and do you remember this person and that per- and I'm going how do you remember that like cool <laughs> and like just details he's yeah. very very uh, sharp with his uh, thinking there um, Mackenzie is my creative artistic troublemaker <laughs> she's a whiz with puzzles okay oh goodness like she will sit down to a puzzle and it like it, this one of these little mini ones with like 60 pieces on it yeah and just do, 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 put them all together and be like mom I did it and I go we need to get you some more like just like really something to challenge her a little more, more challenging puzzles yeah. she, she just needs like she's only four yeah <laughs> so that's awesome crazy yeah she's awesome with that like she'll come up with uh her, her pictures of, of people, um, my husband calls them, I think it's like the South Park people faces or something. Okay. Where they're like the circle and they have like a line for a mouth. And okay. Arms and legs sticking out of the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so oh, funny. <laughs> so, yeah, she's the creative one. And then I've got, oh yeah, also Mackenzie's also like a little mini me. She's like me as a child. Yeah. It's like. So it's very... Everyone needs one of those. Every it's mom very, needs to have... Oh, it's it's humbling and frustrating. Board. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> I understand. But, yeah. yeah. It helps me to step back and be like, okay, I did that. This is how I know how to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have Hannah. Hannah's our rainbow baby. That's something unique about her. And she absolutely loves to sing. Like, Aww. she's only 16 months old, but she will 
wake up singing and go to sleep singing. Like cute. And I'll be rocking her to sleep and she'll be singing in my in my arms. And it's like and it's not just like she she's saying words, but she'll hum the exact tune and spit out a few different words yep. here and there and it's just it's adorable. That's cute. Yeah, so she's she's our I think gonna be our musical one. Mm. <laughs> nice. No, they all like music, but yeah. she's especially like seems to be drawn to it. Drawn to it. Yeah. Just lights up when she hears just a little bit of music. Aww, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And well, we're gonna learn some unique things about baby to be soon here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yep. So motherhood has so many challenges for every mom and every mom's unique can you maybe let us know what are some of the challenges that you have faced yourself as being a mom being a mom oh boy okay so well challenges my children need routine okay (laughs) and for the first couple years it was actually very difficult to um kind of instill that in other family members. Yeah. Because, you know, they've all got their things going on, but I'm like, okay, no, my kids have a bedtime, and this is the time it is, and yep. this is when we do this, and this is it. And it would just constantly be challenged. Like, oh, well, they can just, you know, put it off, or, you know. <laughs> That's, yeah, and I think, I think, especially when, you know, if you have the first baby kind of in the family too, like when it, for me, I saw that and I know I talked to lots of moms and you get into, I think for us, it was kind of like we got into, you know, we had to kind of reteach people or if, you know, kids are older and they haven't had little, little babies around for a while, Mm -hmm. maybe they forgot, oh, well, they do need that structure. Yeah. So that's definitely challenging for mm-hmm. sure. I it agree. Is. Yeah, I also had like obviously um, working on my own personal health, and I had like oh challenges is having your own personal mental health going on plus the added depression that you can experience through pregnancy and then postpartum. She's <laughs> a train wreck. And then shortly after, you know, like. Pregnant again, because Mackenzie and Ryland, and then, yeah, no, I had, we, we dealt with, uh, two of our children being in NICU, so that was quite challenging for the first few days of their lives, Mm -hmm. and, uh, just dealing with preterm births, and then had a couple losses, and then, uh, our most recent challenge that we're dealing with as parents, well, as a mom, myself, and my husband as well, but... Um, both of our daughters do this, uh, unfortunate breath-holding spell. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a complete involuntary reaction to sudden shock of, like, fear or pain. So, um, basically, they'll let out a cry, and then they're kind of exhaling, and then they forget to inhale, and they pass out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and then well, Mackenzie comes too, fine, and then she's kind of groggy for the next little while. Hannah seizures. Oh, so that was <laughs> we wow. experienced that last July for the first time, and had the ambulance over at our house. We had just come back from Halifax that day, and we had the ambulance right at our house oh. shortly after, and we're like, "What's going on?" 
so we're dealing with that's interesting i've never really yeah, heard about that before scary my husband did it okay so and his is mother it did like it? a family thing it might be a genetic thing maybe, maybe there's not, not really a, like, they don't really have a uh, a big grasp on it yet but okay. it is an actual thing huh. so, so wow yeah it's it's quite challenging and it's very it's scary scary <laughs> Yeah. So how many times has that happened so About far? once a month. Really? Yeah. It's very common um, when, like, for kids who do have it, uh, between the ages, I think it was about six months to about six years old. Okay. Roughly, they outgrow it. But, yeah. So it, like... So they do it in response to, like, fear? Or, like, what... So, for example, um, just after New Year's here, we were at my family, my... Uh, all of my sisters and, and my parents and I and our, our family went bowling and she had tripped on a, just a little piece of the floor that was sticking up in the, okay. on the carpet and just bumped her head just slightly, but it yeah. spooked her enough okay. that she held her breath and passed out and then she seizured. Wow. And like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not brought on by like epilepsy or anything like yeah. that it's completely just because cool. of that it's just, oh man <laughs> that's wow i've never even heard of that that's really it's interesting weird that is very <laughs> is scary especially if they don't know a ton about it when you're trying to like mm-hmm. navigate you know if there's things you can do to prevent it or if you yeah. can watch for certain things like that's hard if there's not a ton of yeah. you know knowledge about it yeah that's I feel like sometimes we are uh, kind of on the helicopter parent side because, <laughs> like, you're one of those. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. No, I want my kids to have a lot of fun and run around and be all crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, like, ten grandchildren between my sisters and yeah. I. And when we get all of them together, they're quite rowdy, and that's yeah. You know, there's ten in mine too, yeah. so I can relate to that <laughs> so, situation. So like we're, we're it's just the be mindful of the little ones. Yeah. Slow down. Take the rowdiness that way. Keep the little ones yeah. over here. Because how old is the oldest? Your oldest nephew niece. Um, my oldest niece is fifteen. Oh wow. And then ten, and then. Yeah, goes on after that. So. Fifteen, hey, holy the youngest man. is going to be this one here. Wow, <laughs> that is that's a spread. Uh, it is that quite is. a spread. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we talk about challenges that you're facing. So, what would you say is the most rewarding part of being a mom? There's obviously lots of different mm-hmm. things that are positive and rewarding, but what stands out to you? Every tiny little milestone that I that I see, like yeah. I. I'm very fortunate that I'm able to stay home with the kids. That's something I've always wanted to do since I was younger. And just, yeah. And some days where I'm just like, I don't want to send them anywhere else. Because I'm like, I want to experience all the firsts. <laughs> but no, it's not going to happen that way, obviously. Yeah. But no, I love catching all the little milestones that they go through. I love... Um, out of nowhere when they just come and snuggle up to me and I love you mom yeah dear (laughs) I love you too you drive me nuts sometimes but I still love you yeah (laughs) and what has surprised you the most like what what shocked you surprised you about being a mom and being a parent I have a lot more patience than I thought I had yeah (laughs) 
Most yeah. people go the opposite way of that. Oh, but... it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> compared, like, both my, my husband and I can get quite, you know, impatient about stuff, but... Yeah. Compared... Between the two of us, I have yeah. no patience. Okay. Like, way more patience is more of the... <sighs> okay, I can't control any of that stuff. Um, time out, and we're good. Walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Having ways to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. No. So, is there a piece of advice that uh, that you received from your parents? So, your parents were... Your family's very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. And your parents have been a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. So, is there something that... Maybe a piece of advice that they gave you along the way that... About parenting that really stuck out and kind of you hold on to today? What kind of... Basically, you touched on it just briefly there. Just being present in the family. Um, having family time. Because, um, I mean, we we went on trips a lot as, as kids. Yeah. Didn't have all the money in the world to do it, but we still managed to... Whether it was going camping every summer or going to visit my family, my mom's family out east or west. Um, yeah, just making time for family. Yeah. And... Yeah, just things like that. That's really what just kind of stuck with me throughout the years. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it's inevitable that our kids have other people in their lives. Mm-hmm. So, are there certain qualities that you find are really important for you and your husband in role models for your kids? What do you look for in other people? A little kindness goes a long way. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I constantly try and tell the kids, you know, to have a friend, be a friend. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just gonna... You live a lonely life. You live a lonely life. Yeah. <laughs> Very angry. <laughs> but, you know, everybody's gonna be... Everyone's different. Yeah. Just be kind. Yes. Not everyone's gonna like you. Be kind. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So, I know there are things that I always swore that I was never gonna do as a mom. <laughs> so, like, stuff that you're just like, oh, when I am a mom, I am never gonna do that. I will totally do that different. I won't do that. What are some things, or one thing that you, you that's that way with you? <laughs> I swore I would never drive a van. <laughs> oh, and you drive a van. And we drive a van now. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have four kids. <laughs> exactly. You know, and for us, like, eventually, like, my husband has always said, we are never gonna be van people. So we have a giant <laughs> SUV, but we're at the point yeah. now where... We, we need to replace our vehicle in the not-too-distant future. And mm-hmm. he actually brought up the fact that he might want to get a van. And I kind of was like, <laughs> something wrong with you? Like, are you having an episode? Like, is something happening? Because he was so adamant. We yeah. are not going to own a van. That was me. But it's like, I think once you're in the trenches of parenthood and you realize there are some practical things yeah. to owning a van yeah. um, against other vehicles, I mean, it, you know... It is what it There's is. There's more room. There really is. Well, and storage and, like, things yeah. that, you know, like, even the doors. Like, I wish yeah. for us, like, we've always had SUVs. And, like, I mm-hmm. think, you know, how much different getting kids in and out of would have with a sliding door would have been mm-hmm. than with our big opening doors mm-hmm. for parking lots and stuff. Yeah. It's little things like that yeah. that, you know, would make a big difference. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I was forever just, no, we can just get a big giant SUV and... But those are such gas guzzlers. They are. Like, let me tell you. I don't drive as much now, yeah. but oh. they they very much are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, we last summer, uh, I was we're sitting there, we're trying to figure out how we're gonna fit four into our SUV. 
you know, it's a, a decent Because what SUV, SUV did you have, have before? We had an Outlander. Okay. Mitsubishi Outlander. And we had all three sitting across. <laughs> in, the, in the in the middle seat. Yeah. And then, you know, I tried sitting in the back a few times and we tried putting two of the car seats in the back yeah. a few times and we're going, nope, nope, it's not going to work. It's like, uh, yeah, I think we need to get a van. <sighs> so shortly after that we did and yeah. you know what, they're a lot nicer than they used to be. Yes. They look true. more like trendy and they SUV-ish. have a lot of features yes. like oh, there gosh. are lots of features endless amounts of features and you know what if you can get over the stigma that it's a van it's just it's completely a stigma. it is like if you can get over that then i think mm-hmm. you know it is what it is you gotta yeah. kind of just put aside your ego yeah. off the yeah. list <laughs> my parents had vans like i know i grew up in a van yeah but exactly like, eh. and you're like oh i'm too cool for a van exactly it's like i'm not ready for that yet <sighs> I feel too, like, old school, and I'm like, eh. Have you ever seen those videos where it's, like, the Swaggin' Wagon commercials, where it's, like, this this mom and dad who, like, basically, they make fun of owning a minivan, they own a minivan, and yeah, they're, like, yeah, yeah. they're, like, doing this, like, hip-hop dance, and they're, like, my Swaggin' Wagon, and they're yeah. just, like, yeah, those get me every time, but that's gonna be us, I swear we're probably yeah. gonna own one, so, yeah. you know, um, let's just say... If you were thinking back, so how old is Rylan again? Rylan is five. He'll be six in July. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you think back to being in the zone of being a first-time mom, if you could go back and talk to yourself, what is something that you would maybe tell yourself or a piece of advice you would give yourself in that first week or few weeks? Uh, fed is best. <laughs> I had, oh, I had such a struggle with breast trying to breastfeed him for like the first two months of his birth of his life um because he was born two three weeks what <laughs> he was born three weeks early um and then shortly after was brought right down to nicu because he had they they deemed it the term floppy he had like low blood sugars okay but they called it floppy he was just kind of very lethargic. It's a really weird term. I for know. It. It was just, I was like, okay, the kid's like, floppy. He's floppy. Okay. <laughs> Except that you know, all my kids could like support their neck from birth. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, we were supposed to be called down, or to NICU, so I could try breastfeeding for the first time. Yeah. And uh, it was like a whole eight hours later, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you can go down now." and have, has he eaten yet? Yeah, we fed him a bottle twice already, and I'm like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> I was going to do that. You were supposed to call me. And so he had a lot of confusion going on, and then it was just, I spent many, many days at home afterwards just sitting in the rocker and crying because I couldn't get these darn nipple shields or anything Aww. like that to work for him. And finally I'm just like, He's got to eat. Yeah. I'm not able to do that properly for him, so, uh, bottle. Here you go. Yeah. And then it's just kind of been like that since, but there's always those pressures of, there is, are you going to do bottle or breast or what? And I'm, they got to eat. Yeah. As long as they're eating and they're growing, it's good. Yeah. And I'm happy. Yeah. (laughs) So did you, were you able to nurse the other kids at all or did you bottle right from the beginning? What did you do with them? bottled Mackenzie right from the beginning. Yeah. 
And did you receive, like, flack for that in the hospital, or how did you feel they took that? A little bit. Um, I mostly, like, one of the major reasons I didn't want to breastfeed was because I take medication. Yeah. Um, and I just, it, it's, it's already scary enough knowing that the medications can go into, uh, yeah. the placenta and, and, and affect baby when they're unborn. So I was like, okay, well, it can get into the milk too. And I don't really want, you know, yeah. them to be. Uh, lethargic or anything like that from yeah possible medication interactions even though I was told that it's such a minimal amount that I have it's still in the back of your head it's in the back of my mind like it's gonna be regardless right (laughs) it doesn't it's you're Mm -hmm. a mom like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be there even if they tell you it's totally fine it's safe it's safe I'm like but is it yeah is it really yeah (laughs) so it was just easier that way and you know I had a few noses kind of Turned up about it. (laughs) Um, For Hannah, I we started bottle, and then I just kind of randomly was like, okay, well maybe let's try it a bit at home. So I tried for like three days, but it was just way too busy with the other two kids. Yeah. So I'm like, no, it's not gonna work. (laughs) But she she got it. Yep. And it was working fine, but no, it was just. And you know what? At the end of the day. Fed is fed. Yeah. And you know what? You have to do what works best for you, especially, you know, like you said, it's it's busy. Mm -hmm. And if you go into it thinking, you know what? It is what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. we're going to do whatever, whatever we need to do Mm -hmm. um, to get the baby fed. And Mm -hmm. just, there's no shame in that. Like, I feel like, you know what? It's hard enough to be a mom. It is. Let alone with all these extra pressures. Like, honestly. So, parenting wise... What would you say, if you had to describe your parenting as an animal, what would you say and why? I know that's, like, a weird question, but, like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing that really comes to mind is when you have, like, I don't know, any, like, nature videos that come across <laughs> online or something, and you see, like, this mother dog or lion, the babies are fighting, and then yeah. the mom just takes it by the head, and here, you go here, you go there. Obviously, I don't pick my kids up by their head, but that's kind of like what you're But I feel it sometimes. I'm like, okay, you there, you there. Yeah. Leave each other alone. Yeah. And that's just crawling all over you. Like, there's so many. I'll be just sitting on the couch. It's like the Discovery Channel over there in your kind home. Kind of like the Discovery <laughs> Channel. <laughs> Yeah, there's always somebody crawling on me. Yeah. And sometimes all three <laughs> at the same time. No like, personal space. Like this morning, yeah. <laughs> no. What about your husband, though? Like, do you think, what would his parenting style be like if you were to kind of compare him to an animal? What is he like? Um, hmm. <laughs> I really don't know. How is he as a parent? Like, he, what? He, <laughs> he's a fun guy. When he gets frustrated, though, he's like, <laughs> run for the hills. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids know that, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, patience is a little bit more right. lacking on uh-huh. his end. You cover that department, yeah. is what you're saying? Yeah. So, obviously, we talked about the fact that you are expecting. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the when you found out you were having your first child, so you're surprised. You're mm-hmm. like, woo! <laughs> What was that moment like for you? How did you feel in that moment? What were some of the emotions? I, 
It's actually quite amusing, the whole story of how we found out. Wade was in Mexico. Okay. Um, for a f- mutual friend's wedding, and I stayed back because I had to work retail, you know, Christmas season. I have to stay there and work. So, um, I was at work, and I'm going, oh, I just feel so tired and blech lately. And one of my friends goes, you're not pregnant, are you? And I go, nah, no. And then I stop, and I think, and I'm going, um, maybe? <laughs> so I go home, took a test, and I go, oh. And my reaction was just like, um, okay, now what? Yeah. So I ended up phoning, it was actually my sister-in-law, and I was like, so, I, I'm pregnant, and she goes, I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Oh. <laughs> like, like, Wade's gone, and, um, I don't know what to do. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm excited, but, like, I don't know what to do. Just panic. <laughs> like, so, it, it was, like, a whole bunch of emotions just flooding in, because I'm like, I always wanted to be a mom. But at the same time, like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, let's back the truck a bit. But... Yeah. Well, and I mean, at the same time, when you kind of have this, like, you probably had this picture of how your life was going to go, right? Mm-hmm. You were probably just like me, you know, where you go, I'm going to meet someone, we're going to get married, and then we're going to have our family, and... You know, you have this picture, like this yep. white picket fence life yes. in your head of your timeline. <laughs> and then when you're like, okay, so now I'm pregnant. Now we kind of skip the steps around a little. So how does this going to affect what, me? And, you know, yeah. like, I think you just kind of go like, okay, like that what now yeah, feeling. Yeah, what now. Yeah. No, I was definitely, yeah, definitely that, like that. I was, obviously we were, you know, hoping to get married first. Yeah. But, but then, you know, life throws us, life throws us curves sometimes, yeah. and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you end up telling him? So, he was gone. So, how did you tell him that you were pregnant? Did I you wait till... I was going to say, did I you wait till he get back? Okay. Yeah. No, I couldn't wait. Oh, and boy. it was really funny, because um, I messaged one of the friends that was down there, and I said, any chance that, like, Wade can FaceTime me later, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess, so, they were actually getting ready to go out, and they, like, Wade was completely just plastered. Oh, no. And I'm like, so, uh, how do you feel about becoming a father in nine months? And he's like, what? And just, like, he's all excited, and I'm gonna be a father! And everyone's like, woohoo! Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing on the other end, I'm like, okay. So you're excited about this? Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, wow. So they went and celebrated that night. Yeah. It's like drink to you. <laughs> Good for you. So what? What are your memories about the birth of your first mm-hmm. child? So you you said he came early. Mm-hmm. So what kind of stands out from that experience? Whew. Um, that was a whirlwind of a, you know, five or so days that I was in the hospital waiting for him to come out. Okay. Because, you know, you, you my water broke at 36 weeks. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, they want you to try and keep baby in as long as possible. Um, he wasn't showing any signs of distress or anything, so they just, you know, just lay on the bed. And I'm like, oh, this is boring, but okay. So I just laid there for a while. And then after a while, they, like, I was having contractions and stuff, so they, um, 
you know, tried to give me pain stuff. And yeah. I wasn't really doing anything. Ended up uh, being induced two separate times. The first thing that they tried didn't work at all. And then the second thing they, that they did with the oxytocin. Yeah. That worked. And then <laughs> it was just like pain, 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 pain. And then two epidurals later because the first one didn't take. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I had the one epidural and it was in and I'm still feeling absolutely everything. And one of the doctors on call comes in and she goes, you have an epidural? And I'm like, yeah. You don't look like a woman who's got an epidural. <laughs> you don't sound like a woman who's got an epidural because I'm just like wincing in pain. And so she, uh, like, it was a toss-up between she would just go to cesarean or try another epidural. And at this point, I was just so, like, mentally distraught and I'm bawling and I'm like, just take the baby out. <laughs> like, they're like, okay, let's try and calm you down. Let's try and get this epidural in, this second one. So then they did and then, like... Minutes after I'm eating popsicles, I'm like, am I having contractions? And yeah. Wade's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> very, very, very big ones. I don't dilate very easily on my own. Okay. So I need the epidural to relax. Yeah. It's just my body. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, we, uh, once, uh, everything kind of relaxed, he was out in three pushes. Yeah. Just, boom, there, So once it happened, it happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, what... Are the major differences that you've noticed between the four pregnancies? So, what kinds mm-hmm. of things stand out? Um, with Rylan, it was the whole world of firsts. Yes. You know, first experience of the entire thing. Um, I was really nauseous with him. And I actually had to go on an early leave from work because I would get um, these pass out spells. Still don't know what they were from, but um, hmm. I would just. Like, early morning, mid-afternoon would start getting, like, really dizzy and would just fall over. So, after a while, they're just like, no, you're just going to stay home now. So, I was on an early mat leave. And then, baby, and then continued on afterwards. And then just stayed home. Because they kept having babies. Yeah. So, (laughs) but um, for Mackenzie, um, it seemed super quick with her. Because I was running after Ryland. Yes. So it was it was kind it's of funny how that works. Hey? Yeah. I'm just running after him all the time, so it was just kind of, oh, I'm already this far. Oh, baby's coming. Well, <laughs> and with the first, you know, like what size of fruit your baby is mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You're very in tune with everything. Mm-hmm. You're reading everything, and you're just mm-hmm. like. And then as you progress to second and third baby, you're kind of like, you're just so caught up in dealing with this yep. that you're like, oh, right. And well, how, how many weeks are you? You're like, oh, I better check. Like, yeah, I don't like, know. How many am I? <laughs> I follow the baby center app. Yep. And so it, reminds it gives you of me the reminders of this is how long, you, how far along you are. And this is know. what's going on in yeah. your body this week. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if I didn't have that, I'd be like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> but you know, like the, and the kids, like Rylan is... Ryland gets it a lot more than Mackenzie does. Mackenzie's right. just kind of in her own world most of the time. Yeah. But he'll, they'll be like, oh, mom, how big is baby now? Is it this little? And I'm like, like, you know, yeah. kind of, kind of pea size amount. I'm like, no, 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 baby's bigger than that. <laughs> like the size of your arm. And they're like, wow. Like, how does that baby fit in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so, and then, oh, what else? Oh, with Mackenzie, I actually, um, I couldn't eat meat with her. Interesting. Rylan, I could eat, like, burgers like nuts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mackenzie yeah. did not want meat. Just So, it was a lot of vegetables, and with nothing wrong with that, but, no. like, I could not even just smell meat. It was just... Bleh. There's always certain things, mm-hmm. hey? Yeah. Um, I also had the joy of developing SPD, which is a pelvic grinding thing that So happens. did you have that with Rylan as well? No. No, no. Hey. It just came on with Mackenzie. And then, so, yeah, that plus, you know, restless legs and, oh, Wade would have to, like, Pregnancy is so fun, isn't it's it? It's so fun. So many, be- so many beautiful yeah. things happening at one time. <laughs> like, I have puppy feet, and he'd be sitting there, like, trying to massage the fluid oh. up my legs. It was terrible. Oh. Um, with Hannah, she was an easy pregnancy, aside from extra pain and everything from the sciatica and SPD. Yeah. And then she was born, what week was she born? She was born... At uh, 38 weeks. She's okay. my longest. Mackenzie was, my water broke at 34 weeks. Right. And And so then were came... you in hospital at 34 weeks when your water yeah. broke with her? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so 34 weeks and then I was in the hospital for a good five days before she came okay. as well. And did, did they have to induce you there yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we uh, learned from our first experience and we're like, well, that medication didn't work for me last time yeah. so give me the stronger stuff yeah and um they're gonna give me an epidural <laughs> when i need it yeah <laughs> because we are going to need it yeah and she was like yeah she came out involuntarily basically <laughs> they're like hey let's get you up and go to the bathroom and come back and i'm like i feel like there's a baby coming out of me <laughs> and i go and check and they're like Oh, yeah. Okay, let's get the let's get the doctor up here and the doctor didn't make it for her delivery. <laughs> it was the resident that delivered her. And she basically just came shooting out of me. Yeah. So but yeah, no, she was a good girl. Went to the NICU as well. Yeah, because she was quite early. Yeah. But um she actually stayed in less days than Ryland. Okay. Um I think mostly is because like again we had already gone through it once. Right. So, second time around, we were a little bit more pushy. <laughs> you know, I understand, and I see, like, the nurses and the doctors are awesome. They're great. But sometimes you have to be a little bit more pushy, especially if you know, like, they, they're, they're just extra cautious. And some of the things they're being extra cautious about was like, okay, well, we've done this one before. Yeah. She'll be okay. Like, if she needs to sit in front of a window... She's a little jaundiced. That's yeah. fine. And, like, they were okay with it after a while. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, we trust you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay. And so what... Okay, let's say, like, the physical side, things aside, what was the most annoying part of pregnancy for you? Physical stuff aside? Um, uh, I'm short. So... <laughs> so... Putting my pants on is very, very challenging. <laughs> and shaving my legs. Yeah. You know, trying to, you know, 
maneuver your belly. So this to the is again somehow. on the our like episode for the Discovery <laughs> Channel. Yeah, Charlotte putting on her pants. Well, I'm no. just we're gonna have a narrator <laughs> like. You know, Morgan Freeman's going to narrate this episode. <laughs> Charlotte is attempting to put on her pants. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh my goodness. No, it, it was like actually just getting dressed to come here today. Yeah. Like, oh, you're like, I need a nap One now. leg on this side yeah. and then the other leg. Move the belly over. And then he's <laughs> kicking me up in the ribs. Like, mom, you're squishing me. Like, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I need to put pants on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, pants are good yeah sometimes yeah what okay so most annoying part what is what's your favorite part about pregnancy right after saying that you know my belly's in the way i love my bellies yeah i just they're just they're cute yeah like it's almost an excuse to be overweight too you know it's an excuse to like, sometimes like eat justify a few extra yes. treats now yeah. and then you're yeah. like ah it's for the baby yeah exactly so, are, have you had any weird cravings with this pregnancy? Not really craving, but I've started putting some weird combinations together. Oh boy, like what? <laughs> well, I don't think it's weird because it tastes amazing. Um, I take craft dinner and um, um, tomatoes, like canned tomatoes, and then like melt cheese on top. So it's like a, it's kind of like a pasta it's dish. So good. My husband thinks it's weird and takes a picture and sends it to his family. <laughs> it could be weirder. <laughs> yeah, come definitely. on. It could He's be. like, there's nothing weird about that. It's macaroni and tomatoes and cheese. Yum. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just like a pasta dish. It's just like less gourmet. Like... Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> Did you have any, like, weird cravings with your other pregnancies that were, like, super weird? No, I. You talked about. You said like you couldn't eat meat with one. I but. loved burgers. Yeah. With Rylan, with Mackenzie, I ate a lot of cucumbers. Interesting. Like, nonstop. Well, there could be worse things you could eat. Yeah. No. I mean, definitely, <laughs> definitely. If you um, could get a craving for a vegetable or a fruit, that could yeah, be worse. yeah. Oh man, no. There, there was more so just um, foods that I avoided. Mostly. Yeah. So, we mentioned like big family like we have in mm-hmm. common so I mean big family by today's standards so yeah you know like if we think back to like I'm sure probably your grandparents had big families too I would mm-hmm. imagine yeah my yeah. dad's one of seven and my yeah. mom's one of five okay so, so yeah. like by today's standard like having three kids is a big family like yeah. you know it's just so the fact that you know four kids is a big family so what do you find so far with three like what is the biggest challenge for you that you see with three kids getting someone to come and babysit yeah no that's <laughs> it's, definitely it's hard like and especially when you have you know one kid who's still very attached to mom and yeah. i mean my youngest is finally starting to branch out and be okay with that now yeah so it made you know the last couple times going out very easy because she actually went to bed for the babysitter this time nice. So, but yeah, just getting, getting someone to watch the kids, especially like four, that's a, that's a lot Yep. for someone to take care of. And we, we hope and try and get our parents to do it, but sometimes that's its own can of worms. Yeah, it's its own can of worms. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> so how are you feeling about adding the fourth? Like, are you nervous about that? Are you excited? Like, how are you feeling about the fourth child? I'm excited. Yep. Um, the only thing I'd say that I'm kind of nervous about is that Hannah 
still doesn't sleep the full night. Yeah. <laughs> she never has. Um, so there's, like, some nights where I'm up, like, three hours with her in yeah. the middle of the night trying to get her back down, and I just sit on the rocking chair in the room, and she's still here, and down, and oh, you're still here, and back down, and, and then I fall asleep in the chair, which is okay, because, you know, I can't really lay on my back much anymore, yeah. or my sides, because they hurt so much, so if I just fall asleep in a rocking Aww. chair, and put the blanket on top of me, I'm like, oh, no. it's not that bad, but, yeah, <laughs> no, that's the only thing that I'm, yeah, I guess also, like, just, um, even I noticed with three, just trying to balance between all of them and, you know, give them that attention yes. and make sure that they all know that they are loved yeah. and that not one is more important than the other. Yeah. And of course, like there's sometimes where it's like you, one craves more attention than the other and yeah. then you end up having like basically the attention war. And I feel like sometimes one is just kind of sat in a corner somewhere <laughs> like I, I need to give you some attention yeah now. But it's just yeah finding that balance is the one thing that I'm that I'll uh, have to adjust to when that time comes again yeah. so and I think sometimes sometimes it's winging it mm-hmm. and especially when you have you know when your partner is really involved that helps mm-hmm. like you know if sometimes you just divide and conquer yep I, we find like for us like it's you know, certain things that I, I'm better at, you know, I yeah. tackle and he is better at tying the hockey skates. So, yeah. you know, like it's just, we, we divide and conquer and it works and you, you figure out, you know, like there's obviously going to be times when you, you fail miserably, yeah. like trying to balance <laughs> yeah. it all. Like it's, it's exactly. hard. It really is, but you kind of get in the groove and I think yeah. I'm sure that you guys will too. Oh yeah. So you also came from a family of four kids. Mm-hmm. I came from a family of three. So mm-hmm. what were some of the best parts of growing up in a large family like you've got all girls yeah yeah. so tell me like what's the best part of that um just I guess the closeness there was a lot well we all kind of took turns you know one was closer with the old the older one and then the two mid like I was closest with my sister so what's the age difference between all you guys we're all two years apart okay um so as my oldest sister um and then I'm in the middle with um well, Jacqueline, um, and then our youngest sister, Janine. So it was kind of very much me and Jacqueline, and then Jacqueline and Michelle and Jacqueline and Janine. Jacqueline was kind of like the, the favorite sister. Floated <laughs> <Floated> everywhere. Because, <laughs> um, you know, our personalities kind of like matched a lot easier. I, I butted heads with my oldest sister a lot. And my youngest sister and I are, well, we, you know what, we're closer now. Yeah. When we were younger. It's different as adults. Yeah, it, really it is, is so different as adults. Like, we bicker and fight, but we also had a lot of fun making up a lot of really random <laughs> everything. <laughs> we were very creative kids. Yes. And very weird. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've heard you say several times, stay weird. Yep, stay weird. Yeah. You gotta stay weird. Yeah. So, okay, so then... What were there specific drawbacks to have like t- with there being four? Like, were there mm. certain things that you found to be really hard growing up with? Yeah, four? like, were there challenges? I think the biggest challenge was because there were four of us, and my mom was a stay at home mom, yeah, my dad was the only one who worked um, outside of the home. Um, so 
we didn't have all the money in the world to do all the activities in the world. Yeah. So we basically, I did my sports in school. Yeah. And um, we all were able to pick, you know, something that we did outside of school. So yeah. I uh, grew up playing fiddle since I was like 12 years old. And um, so that was my thing. Yeah. And yeah, so we, like, like I said, like we couldn't be in everything everything yeah we had to pick our one thing that we wanted to stick with and you know or try something else if that didn't pan out and, yeah yeah so i think that was which just is, the biggest challenge which is okay too mm-hmm. like yeah. i mean sometimes i find you know when i did a timeout on this where parents are putting their kids in absolutely too everything much. yeah and it's just it's too much mm-hmm. it is and it doesn't let kids be kids too mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. you know only being in that one thing you know, you had time still to be a kid. You had time yeah. to play with your sisters yeah. and to be weird and creative. Exactly. So exactly. I think that unstructured time is mm-hmm. so important to yes. our kids as well. I agree. So you and your husband, Wade, have been married for how many years now? That'll be three years in July 1st. Okay. I was trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. I know it's two something. <laughs> I feel like it yeah. was summer. I'm like trying to calculate this. <laughs> Tell us about how you guys met. We actually met in grade nine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, for Wade, it was a love at first sight thing. <laughs> yeah, for actually, Wade. Yeah. I, I was, I liked him as a friend yep. throughout high school, but yeah, yeah, for him, he, he's like, the first day I saw you, I actually ran into a wall because I turned around and I was like, oh, hi. And then he yeah, ran into a wall walking into his classroom. <laughs> so... Yes, for him it was a love at first sight thing, and for me it was like, we're friends. So, He's a nice guy. Yeah, we, we hung out with the same group of friends all throughout high school, and then yeah. kind of went our separate ways. And it was like eight years later where he just messaged me, and was like, hey, is this super random. Charlotte still? <laughs> like, this is Charlotte still? I'm like, yes, who are you? <laughs> so then we just started talking again, and yeah, it was kind of one of those quick relationships and then all of a sudden boom baby yeah <laughs> like well but, here we go well and i keep i have people would i get people going oh wow that was really fast and I'm like, well we kind of knew each other yeah like so it's not like we're just meeting and then like boom, having a baby in this for life like we knew each other for quite right. several years yeah beforehand so it, you know yeah yeah so <laughs> Is he a romantic guy? So is there something that stands out as a, you know, the most romantic thing he's ever done for you? Most romantic thing he's ever done. Um, you know, before, yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the most romantic things he ever did, but I didn't see it as romantic at the time when I was, you know, back in high school, is he actually, um, I, I used to say I didn't like flowers because they'd die. They get all wilted and die, and you can't look at them. So he bought a little potted plant of fake flowers yeah. for me, and Aww. then wrote this big love letter and like everything. And I was just like, oh, that's, I'm just not into this right now. But that was super romantic. Oh, that is actually really cute. Yeah. Aww. And then um, uh, when we were actually finally together, there was a I was out for something one night, and I came home to like pitch black house, and um little tea lights oh lined up from the stairs to the bedroom and, and then I ruined the night by like trying 
trying to blow the candles out and the wax went all over the floor. Oh no. Like, oh no. I was like, that didn't turn out nice, but Aww. no, but it was, it was very cute. I was like, you should do that again. Aww. And like, maybe when the kids are away at grandma and grandpa's for the weekend, because <laughs> them wake up and that might, their candles. That might end badly. It would end badly. <laughs> so obviously it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Obviously there are things that bother you and pet peeves. So what's your biggest pet peeve about Wade? Um, video games. <laughs> okay, so like what kind of video games does he play? Um, do you even know? <laughs> I try to stay away because it's very dangerous when when he's playing. He gets very frustrated and lots of words come out. Ooh, and well. the lots of words is what I'm like, really? That, that's so unnecessary. Yeah, it's and, not my thing either. My no. We have a Wii and my son is loves to play. Yeah. And he plays like Mario Kart well, and yeah, stuff and like that. You know ours yeah. Rival too and like I play with them too. Yeah. But like just like any of the like shooting shooting this and that and I'm just like ah. not my thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> so okay, so switch it around though. What would what would he say is the biggest pet peeve that he has about you? <laughs> I <laughs> I do not like going to sleep with itchy feet so <laughs> you know when you have like really dry feet and you're they yes. cling to blankets i do know. I, I hate that so i will take a foot file to my feet every yeah. night basically it also helps with my restless leg syndrome okay it relaxes my legs for some weird reason and okay I'm able to sleep better okay and there's some nights i'd be like like one in the morning and i'm like i can't sleep again so i'll go and file your feet <laughs> oh god <laughs> And then I go, I go back to bed and I'm like, ah, better. Oh my god. That goodness. one, and then he absolutely hates when I make the bed before going to bed. And if the blanket's like, he, he's, he's a messy sleeper. Okay. And I'm the kind of sleeper, like when he's away on the, uh, on the road, I will climb into bed and wake up and the sheets are all still perfect. Yeah. Because I just roll in a circle. He's like, blankets everywhere, and, and, uh... Tornado. Yeah, basically. So, I'm like, okay. So, I will, like, flip the blanket up in the air, and then just kind of crash them down on top of me. And sometimes I do it a few times, and then he's just, like, rolling his eyes, and, are you done? Do you have to? Why does my side have to be perfect to go to bed in? Like, well... Get me comfortable first, then you can do what you need to do on your end. <laughs> he hates that. Yeah. It's like, like yeah, he, he, he has expressed to his family how much he hates that. Oh, so. boy. <laughs> and right. the foot things, so. Like. So he's got a few things on you. Yeah. So. so minor little things. They are pretty minor. It could be a lot worse. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's chat about mental health. So we kind of touched mm-hmm. on that a little bit. So. I think self-care is really important for everyone, but moms in particular, mm-hmm. it has to play an important role in our daily life, mm-hmm. I think. So what what is your go-to for self-care? What do you do for yourself? I've been slacking a lot lately, to be honest. Okay. Well, you should probably get back on that train <laughs> no, soon because you're going to need it more than yes, ever. Yes, it is very important. And I, yeah, for the most part, um, just getting that... Uh, alone time if I have to go grocery shop by myself that's like just 
my time for me. Yeah. But, um, I do make an effort to use my, like, oils daily and make sure that I'm sitting at the end of the evening instead of running around doing a whole bunch of work. Like, I yeah. cut that off and now it's time to just relax. Um, yeah, I'm just... Yep. Trying my best. Yep. <laughs> a lot, like, I, I have to slow down a lot with, like, when I, like, the further I am in my pregnancy. So lately yeah. I've just been doing a lot of sitting and reading with the and kids. Resting. Which is great. Yep. And, like, at the end of the day sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to turn the TV off, have no sound, and... I've been actually keep catching up on the podcasts. Oh, good. <laughs> and playing my game, just like, do, do, do yeah. in my bed, and like, Wade's downstairs getting all the video gaming in he can for babies born. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he did it for all four. Like, really? All of them. It's like, well, because so get it in now. Ex- exact, exactly what he, say, what he said last night. I'm like, you did that for all of them. He's like, yeah, but he gets really busy right after. And he's like, so I'm getting my time in while yep. I can. And I'm like, oh boy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, it is done. Okay, so let's just chat a little bit about what you need from your husband. So I find as a mom there are certain things that I need from my husband in order to stay sane, to keep me going and to make me the best me I can be (laughs) for myself and for my kids. So what do you need from your husband? I need adult conversation at the end of the day. Yes. And communication, it's a lot of time because you know you're talking with little ones all day long, and yes. your ears are going. So by the end of the day, I'm like, I need to, I need to talk to a grown up. <laughs> you know, if I haven't talked to a grown up throughout the day, like you got to be that grown up here for me. Yep. But that and um, just help doing the household work with me. Yep. You know, not helping me, but doing it with me. Yes, as a team. Yeah, the team. Yeah trying to find that balance of, you know, you want to do what you want to do later and relax. I need, we need to do this first yes. and then go do your thing. Yeah. Well, and I think in some couples too, where, um, the wife is at home and the man is working in mm-hmm. kind of the traditional sense, mm-hmm. you know, people think, well, that all that housework should be done by the woman mm-hmm. when she's home during the day. Yeah, and no. it's not the case because no. especially you know, you're raising kids, you're mm-hmm. in the thick of things with your kids, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't want to be the mom that is just cleaning all day, yep. and just doing laundry, and not paying attention to your kids, mm-hmm. and not investing time in them, so yeah. your day is not spent cleaning the house all day mm-hmm. while your husband exactly. is working, you're home, you're you're present, you're down with the kids, you're playing with yeah. them, you're, you're busy, yeah. so understanding those roles, and making sure that you're both contributing to the house mm-hmm. because it's not just the woman's responsibility well, yeah. if she's home. Like, sure, you, there's things that you'll do through the day, oh, obvi- yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like, you're course. multitasking, you're whatever. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're not going to do it all. You can't. No, you there's can't. no way, especially when you have nearly four kids mm-hmm. now, yeah. you know, I've been very run around with. Yeah, no, I've been very fortunate. I get, like, the kids that ask me, can I vacuum? Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. Yep. Except that our vacuum head lately has just been, like, cutting in it. So I have to do it now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, just because it's not working for them properly. But anyway. But at least you know. they're, they have the attitude to help. Having yeah. an attitude like that where they want to be involved is... Mom, should we wash my blankets today? Okay. 
<laughs> let's go do laundry and they help put it in and yeah that's and I cute don't fold and like it's really funny so we, they try and do all and i'm like i try my best not to it's really it. hard and i've actually been pretty good at that yeah i you know just i've always been a very particular cleaner yeah and then having kids i've learned to let go of that a lot just yeah. because if I redo everything they do, then yeah. they like, okay, well, what's the point? And yeah. then they stop doing it. Yes. So. <laughs> it is definitely hard. Like, mm-hmm. I am particular about the way I fold towels. Yeah. And, you know, or sheets. And it's yeah. like, well, the kids fold them and I sit there and I'm like cringing. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, even when Brandon folds towels, yeah. we do it differently. And I'm like, yeah. oh, could you not? Yeah. Like, can we fold them so they all look the same in yeah. the closet? Yeah. So it's like, there's things like that that are little things where you got to pick your battles, right? Yeah. Like, it's not worth a blow up, but yeah, worth exactly. redoing. But yeah. it's funny, our personalities come out when it's stuff like that. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> so over the years, you've been pretty open and honest about some of the things that have gone on in your mental health journey, even prior to becoming a mom. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of share with us a bit about your journey with mental health? Okay, well, I <clears throat> have struggled with my mental health as far back as I can remember, like, since childhood. Um, uh, elementary and high school were very, very tough. And, like, there was a lot of um, bullying that happened when I was younger. Uh, just, and then, like, home life was actually very frustrating because my parents didn't quite know that I was going through all of this stuff. It, and to them it was just, oh, she's being stubborn and, you know, a bad kid <laughs> <laughs> who's always angry and fighting it. And well, and you but. know what? There were four kids in the house, too, so it wasn't like they were mm-hmm. 100% always watching everything that you did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, yeah, it was just very frustrating with that. So just very, um, a lot of misunderstandings. They now realize, you know, okay, that makes sense now why that was happening. But, yeah, as a kid, that was actually very frustrating. Um, But, yeah, throughout uh, adolescent and into my uh, adulthood, I've had... (laughs) This is a long story. I could do a whole book on this. I'm sure you could. (laughs) Um, I was actually diagnosed bipolar. Uh, I have an anxiety disorder and I had some post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, in 2008 was when I had the diagnosis finally. Um, and then from there, like, I had, um, a psychiatrist that I was signed to and was not a big fan of that one at first, so I kind of dropped that and, um, tried going more of the natural route. Which honestly felt so much better for me, um, working with a naturopath, and but obviously you know as a single person, uh, and that's not covered because it's not recognized as medical anything. So um, yeah, I couldn't afford that after a while, and then I went with no, um, with no uh, treatments of any kind, not even any therapy. It was just kind of all gone for which probably might quite was, a few wasn't years. the best no it best wasn't. situation <laughs> it wasn't so I went quite a few years without any uh, 
anything helping me. And uh, uh, in about in 2013, I ended up hospitalized because I had just a complete, complete breakdown. It was kind of like the end of the rope kind of thing, and I was just help need help. Got in the hospital, and uh, you might remember that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was, uh, shortly after that, I got back on, uh, working with psychiatrists. I've had two since then. My meds are balanced. I have actually been, like, the last couple pregnancies that I've had, my husband has even, um, mentioned that he's noticed that, like, I've been very good mentally, like, just carrying throughout the pregnancy. Um, so that, that's been good to hear. Um, but yeah, so the last seven years I've been on the same meds, going for regular visits and doing, um, just, uh, different therapy work with them. And yeah. And so you talked about your husband and noticing, so is he pretty good at noticing, you know, if something's up, like if you're, you know, we have our off days. Mm -hmm. We really do. And, you know, there are days when you're like, I don't know what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're like, I'm taking medications. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the things that I feel like I should be doing. But we all have our days. Yeah. Where so it still he... feels like it's not enough. Yes. So is he pretty good at noticing the most part. things off, kind of? For the most part. I think he's still trying to learn how to better um, approach that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard it's, it's hard and kind of like walking a fine line it is and like I, it's not really I don't want him to be like on eggshells or anything like that but it's just um it's more I think in the things that he does to help out that yeah kind of tell me that you know I know something's going on I'm just gonna do this little extra something yes and then that helped me. That goes a long way. Of, yeah. It really does. Because, so, like, not all the time, there's not, I, I can't always talk about it. Yeah. like, there's just been so much, so much. And it does creep up every once in a while, some of the stuff that, that has gone on in my life. And um, talking about it, it just feels like a broken record sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like to bring him down a lot with it either. So, like, there's the professionals that handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. Talk about it. Obviously, to a certain point with with your husband, because like the communication is is definitely important. Um, but at the same time, it's also kind of I don't know. Do you... Yeah, like it's <laughs> you know what? There are certain things that you're like, it is this going to benefit us yeah. having this talk in the long run? Like yeah, you again know, and again and again. And yeah, yeah, and it gets draining. Yeah, on them. It is, and you know, like. There are times when I just, you know, you don't necessarily need to talk everything out, but I just want to know that you're here for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just, you know, and it's saying simple nice. things like, I know, you know what, I know you're kind of having an off day. I'm here for you if you want to talk yep. about something. Yep. You know, and like you said, like, when they step up and, you know, can pick up on cues like, oh, I'll help with something, X, yep. Y, Z. It's not necessarily sitting down for an hour talking to you, but yep. they're helping you in other ways Yeah. when you're having those yep. low moments. Yep. There's often times where I'm like, I'm too tired to cook. Yeah. He goes and gets some. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not, he doesn't cook. He likes to barbecue, but he'll go out and he'll just pick something up for supper. And yeah. Like just things like that. Like there's just some days I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? And it's knowing and recognizing that. Yeah. 
um, and having a partner that's mm-hmm. able to kind of notice some of those signs. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever experienced something that I call like a mom burnout mm-hmm. <laughs> where you have those, like where you just yeah. feel like pulling so many different directions, you're overwhelmed. Like how did you overcome a time like that? Tell me about an experience. Hmm. Ah, oh geez. Mom burnout. There are often times where, um, cause Wade works on the ro- road. So how long is he typically gone for when he works away? It can sometimes be, you know, a couple nights or uh, the la- the longest that he's been away was three weeks. That's hard. Um, weekend too. Yeah. Like, and then there's, most of the times, like, he'll be gone for the week, come home for the weekend, gotcha. go back out. But this one time he ended up, like, they ended up being stuck up north and there was no planes to come back down for a while. So, yeah, it was three weeks and I had... I think I was pregnant with Hannah at the time, but it was, it was very frustrating because, well, you know, you can only do so much FaceTiming with daddy yeah. and like, you know, and then taking on, like, it's basically single parenting. Yeah. Because you're, you're home. You're, you're in the survival only, You're the only person that they're relying on and you're also taking care of everything else. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's. I get I get quite the burnouts during yes. those periods, but, and he he knows that too. He, yeah, he wishes he could be home more often, but definitely it's that that time in our life that yeah. we need that right now. Yes, and it's only at certain times of the year too. So yeah, you know I kind of brace myself when it comes to those points. Yeah, it'll be so much more different with four now, but. You just figure it out. You do. And you know what? You, you, you can make sure that, you know, you you use family and friends and, Mm -hmm. you know, you both have family here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, by the time you have like your third, (laughs) I think you, you, you've lost like that initial like ego of like, oh, I can do it all. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this all. I don't need anyone's Mm -hmm. help. Like you ask for help. Like, you're like, come take the other kids to the bar. Come, like, yeah. you know, give me a break so I can shower. Like, yeah. different things that you, yeah. I feel like you kind of lose that, that part of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, it's survival. Like, you yeah. have to have people help you. It's a village. Yeah. Like, you really do. And I think once you get over that, life mm-hmm. is a lot easier <laughs> yeah. for moms if they can realize that it is totally fine to ask for help oh, yeah. and to rely on people. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Like, yeah. people want to help. They just, a lot of times, don't know how yeah. to help you. So, making sure you express your yeah. needs to people around you. Yeah. So, what have you found Well, Like, you said that you're on medication that's working yeah. well for you. So, what things help you when you're struggling with your mental health? So, what works for you? I need to, um, things that work for me, I I really like to, uh, just kick back and do some artistic creativity stuff. Yeah. Um, for a while I was doing, like, going out to a paint night, even if it was just for myself. Yeah. Going by myself, going to paint, and that was my kind of me time. Yeah. Plus, it's very relaxing for me. Ava, okay. Are you good at that? Because I've never done it before. I feel I'm like not too bad. I've yeah. done over like 20. <laughs> not even lying. Okay, if you're like really not good at that kind of stuff, is it still fun? Like, yes. I feel like... I, I got 
Wade to come with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he finally agreed. He said it had to be something that we're not painting the exact same thing. So they like around we're Valentine's comparing Day. Comparing the two of them. Uh, and around Valentine's Day, they have like what they call partner painting. Okay. Where they take one painting, split it in half, oh. and then you can, you each draw like paint on your own canvas and put them together, and right? then you can like hang them hang them together. Yeah. So he was like. He, he, he surprised himself, yeah. and he was like, I did better at this part than you. <laughs> he was just all like, mm. competitive. That's yeah, funny. no, it was, it was good that he, he came and did that with me, I think last year, last Valentine's Day or something like that. Yeah, it was last year. That's but, fun. But, uh, yeah, so we did that. I, um, I know that, well, obviously when, you know, I'm not pregnant, <laughs> I get out and do a lot of walking yep. with the kids. And that helps to, you know, that physical activity, yep. you need that. Trying to eat healthier, yep. sticking on routine with my medications, like, that's a must. Even though there's, like, a lot of times I'm just like, I wish I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like a chore. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, uh, stable. <laughs> and that's... Which is important. That's important. Yes. Uh, otherwise you can function. Yeah. And then I use a lot of, like, reg- like I said, like, a lot of, um... Uh, my my oils and stuff. Yeah, I use that. <laughs> so, well, you talk about oils. So let's chat. Oils are a big part of your life. Yeah, as you said. So <laughs> let's chat about your experience. So you are very involved with Young Living. Mm-hmm. So when and why did you get involved with this company? Um, I've always been on the hunt for a more natural route of right. Just everything. Everything because. <laughs> Um, basically, I, I have, like, crazy sensitivities to everything, and even as a kid, like, my parents had to use more of a natural, like, laundry detergent and stuff like that, and sensitive soaps and things, because I would break out in everything. Yeah. So, that's always been something that I've done, and so it's never anything new for me. Um, it was just finding the right thing that did work, and, um, my cousin was going to, was hosting a, uh, Young Living party, um, and invited me to go, and I was like, oh, sure. Oils was never something, like, was, was something that I kind of used, but didn't really realize it was one, because, like, there's, like, a tea tree oil that yep. I used to use in high school. Yeah. And just from the health food store, and I yeah. used that on, like, acne and stuff on my face, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this is actually really awesome. But then... Didn't really realize that, oh, hey, there's a whole world of this. Yeah. And then, so, was introduced to it, and I liked what I was hearing, and I liked the smells and everything, and I'm like, okay, so it just kind of took over my life. <laughs> it's quite a world. Like, it really is. Like, it there's is. so much to learn. Like, mm-hmm. I have just kind of, like, started on the, the edge of learning the world of oils, and there's just so much information mm-hmm. and the different things oils can do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I need a Bible. I've got that. You have an oil Bible? Basically, yeah. <laughs> you could probably write your own oil Bible. I could. <laughs> you think about experiences. Because, really, like, there's an oil solution for so many mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of neat. It's a new world to me. So it's I'm, not even I'm learning. Just, it's not even just that it's just oils. Like, a lot of people think, oh, Young Living Oils. But there's... Products. Wait, there's products. Like cleaning it's a whole products. Cleaning and face and yeah. makeup line and there's a baby line and a yeah. kids line and it's just like 
a lot something of stuff. Animals. <laughs> it's like stuff for animals. So like it's all covered. Really something for everyone. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like... And it, yeah, everything that I've tried, I've liked. And yeah. it's worked for me and I'm not breaking out in rashes. Which so is I'm important. Like, I'm like, yay, it's good. So, okay, so let's just talk about, so the benefits of regular oil use. So you use oils in your home, Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming you have multiple diffusers around your home. One in every room. Okay. (laughs) And you do lots of different things with your oils. So what are some of the benefits for regular oil use that you have found in your family? Um, I find that, like, the kids still get sick. Yeah. Like, there's germs everywhere. Kids get sick. But um, it's definitely, I find, less um, often, and this the length is a okay. lot less, and the severity is a lot less. Okay. So, like, there's times where, like, I make my own chest rub for them instead of getting Vicks yep. Vapor Rub, and that's what they use day and night on their feet yep. throughout cold season, stuff like that, like, and... Um, certain oils <laughs> so kids you know what it's interesting because um when i do podcast episodes i never know what the noise level of my home is going to be like so background noise is always unpredictable in my home so you know it's a mom podcast it's cute they're having fun <laughs> Nobody's screaming. Nobody's screaming at this moment. So that is a win. When you yep. have lots of kids, yep. and my son has a friend over. So nice. when there's many kids running around, hey, it's a win if no one's screaming or crying yep. at this moment. So no. so yeah, so your kids use regular oils during cold season yep. in the form of... That's interesting that you make yeah. a chest rub. That's cool. Yeah, it's like diluted in a coconut oil. Just That's cool. And it probably doesn't and... smell as harsh as oh. like a Vicks. Like, yeah, it's very... It's nice. Yeah, my <laughs> Mackenzie likes to take it and rub it all over her body. Oh, and yeah, I've had to hide that from her. Well, it's coconut oil. It could be worse. Oh, well, I know. I'm like, my <laughs> husband's just. I'm like, it's, it's really okay. It's, it's, it's okay. It's not gonna ruin her. She's not drinking a bottle of oil. That would not be okay. That would not be great. That would not be okay. But it's completely diluted. Yeah, and. It, coconut oil yeah and she's rubbing it on her like obviously it was a pain in the butt to clean it all off yes. her pajamas but i'm like and her hair oh like, oh my gosh child what are you doing <laughs> i had a cough on your hair okay <laughs> oh, better now so how's your husband is he receptive to like the oil stuff does he see like benefits to it is he annoyed by you and your oils or does he feel like what did, i'm always interested about yeah, that yeah he Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all depends. Okay. <laughs> all depends. Was he a skeptic about oh, all yeah. this? No, he's he's very very science. Okay. I'm like, but there's a whole world of science science in oils too, you know. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> maybe dabble into that a little bit. Um, like I still do. We still we still vaccinate. We still go and get prescription medication if yeah. need be. But if I can do whatever I can at home to help prevent that yes which is basically what the oil is 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 for is helping to maintain health yeah not cure things yeah it's not gonna cure your disease by any means but there are certain oils that can help with symptoms of different sorts and lessen things and yeah i even find like i like so 
I'm kind of weird with smells. So, like, <laughs> if my house, like, I love the thieves for cleaning, mm-hmm. for one, just the smell, mm-hmm. okay? Secondly, I find, like, I am now, like, because it's so new to me, but I love smells, and I'm, it has to smell good. Like, mm-hmm. that is a thing for me. Any mm-hmm. products I use, they have to smell good. Yeah. And so, when, if we've gone through, like, a plague in our house, mm-hmm. like, a sickness, mm-hmm. and I'm like, guys, I'm just going to diffuse the house, and I feel like, mm-hmm. I just feel like something is happening. It's yeah. helping. It Even just... if I'm, like, it's in my head half the time, yeah. it smells good, it feels fresh, mm-hmm. I'm like... It's, it's so new to me, but I just smell is everything to me right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like that. I like being able to walk into a room and be yeah. like, oh, it's lovely. It smells nice. I can't walk down a grocery store aisle, like cleaner aisle anymore. Like, yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Or even just walking into the mall. Like I used, I was big on candles, like yeah. the gold, all kinds of like candles, bath yeah. and body work and yeah. gold candles, everything. I had to get rid of all of it. It was too it much. Was just it, like I walk into the mall and the first thing I smell is that, and my nose immediately burns. Yeah. I'm going, ouch! How did I do that for so many years? Yeah. I'm like, now I don't have burning nose. That's great. <laughs> yeah. But so, no, he, he's pretty accepting of it. There's, you know, he's got his kind of. I mean, because like for example, our kids' toothpaste. Yeah. We have a toothpaste. Yeah. For the kids and. He's all, well, it doesn't have fluoride. Like, we just have to have fluoride. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> That's so, it. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. And, yeah, well, when they're older, they're going to have my toothpaste. I was like, but I have an adult toothpaste, too. <laughs> so it's just kind of like little annoying battles and stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm like, um, I've never had a cavity until I was pregnant, so I'm pretty sure my teeth are okay with the stuff I'm using that yeah. has no fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know, just little, just little weird things, but like, yeah, he, yeah he's very, there's I'm some just stuff visualizing that, some of these conversations. Oh, he will actually, when he has a headache, he still, he still takes like his Advil or whatever. Um, but he'll ask, he's like, can, can you rub some peppermint on my, on my temples and around the headache and then get that heating pad thing and like, and his headaches are gone like super quick instead of, you know, a whole day full of yeah. agonizing grumpiness. Yeah. So, so if you had to pick like three favorite products right now, <laughs> if you had to narrow it down, like what would you choose and why? It's impossible. Okay. I get that. <laughs> but like, give me some of your right now. Like, um, right now, what are your favorites? Thieves. Yep. The, like, can't even just pick one of the products, like the whole line. Seriously. Um, I don't go anywhere without my, um, Thieves spray. Okay. I'm that mother who will spray the toilet down in the public bathroom and wipe it before I sit on it because they're just nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel so weird doing that, but I'm like, but it's really gross. I think the older I get, the more germaphobe I become. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gross. But anyway, so that, um, the oil itself, though, like, I make everything out of it basically you can use it for cleaning you can use it for cuts and scrapes and being like for cold remedies and just all kinds of stuff i even a tea yeah i've tea before and it's very very soothing on the throat <laughs> but that one i love i love the uh the baby butt cream oh yeah they have a they came out with the uh seedlings line and like 
I wish I had it for all the kids. Yeah. Even Wade has mentioned that this is the best stuff we've ever used for, yeah. their, for their bum because, you know, you get tiny, tiny sniff of a rash yeah. and then put it on and, like, you only need, like, a tiny little pea-sized amount and then the next time you change their diaper, it's completely... Yeah. Whatever rash was beginning is no longer, so... That's awesome. And, like, you can use the product for other things, too. Like, some people use it as a um, makeup primer. Okay. And for, like, spot treatment for acne or... Because it's got the zinc oxide yep. in it. And um, infused with oils that are uh, beneficial for your skin. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Baby's love, bottom oh face, gosh. you know. Yeah, well, no, if it's, <laughs> More really. if it's gentle for a baby's bottom... It's going to be okay for an adult. It's be okay for an adult. But, no, I've definitely... I've used it on, like, even just cuts and scrapes and yeah. stuff. And it's just very soothing. But, no... I wish I had it for all the other ones. Yeah. Like some of the like the first two had quite the time with diaper rashes, and oh the third one. As soon as I'm done with baby, I'll be starting this one again. It's uh, the Progestance Plus. Okay. Oil. It's uh, an oil that is geared specifically for women and hormones okay. and balancing. It's got a natural. Uh, progesterone in it that helps with moods and stuff and actually honestly since taking starting to take that um when I have my you know your monthly cycle and everything like yeah. I don't need Advil or Tylenol anymore okay. during the crampy part yeah the headaches or anything because I don't get them anymore and I'm a lot more regular yeah and less length hey so I'm like, if I can regulate that stuff, perfect. Yeah, for sure. Whatever you need to help yep. me. Mm -hmm. So if you had to do up a vision board mm -hmm. for the next 10 years for you and your family, so what are some of the goals and visions that you see for your family? Ultimate goal is living a happy, healthy life. And then after that, obviously, you know, crushing down debt. Yep. <laughs> um, lots of family trips. Yeah. Um, uh, participating in as much possible in my children's school as an extracurricular. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm currently volunteering for the preschool, like, the board. Yep. And then, like, like I want to be able to go and read to yep. the kids' classes and just take part of all that stuff. And that, for me, is important, being part of the kids' lives that way. Yep. Um... We need to go on a honeymoon. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> We'd like to go on a honeymoon. That would be great. Yeah, so, no, for sure. Do you have years. Do you have a destination in oh, mind? Oh, goodness. Like, where um, would you guys like to go? I think, for well, for a small, small little one, I think we would probably get away to like Mexico or something, but for an ultimate, like, big trip. My parents, when they did their 25th wedding anniversary, they went to Europe. So I kind of want to do that too. Yeah. The Scotland, Ireland, mm. France thing. <laughs> yeah. No, those are my three big ones overseas where I yeah. want to go. Definitely want to go. But that's like a wait till the kids are older. And Does Wade have a desire to go to Europe too? Oh, yeah. Has yeah. he been? Mm -mm. No. No. Also, he's like me. Yeah. yeah. I haven't gone. You haven't gone. Brandon's been there a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky duck. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm not a world traveler yet. I just no. have so much to see mm -hmm. and I want to. Like, yeah. I just haven't had the opportunity yet. Yeah. I'll get there. Yeah. 
So, mom moments. So, let's just chat. Mom fails are inevitable. And I think the more kids that we have, you know, we get busy. The more times that we're going to fail and we're going to fall flat. And can you maybe share your most embarrassing mom fail moment? Not really a fail. Well, it's kind of a fail. Yeah. I, at home, I'm very klutzy. Very, very, I'm very clumsy. So, I, like, I, I spill a lot. I was, uh, and the kids find it kind of amusing when I do. <laughs> so I uh, went to go and take, I think it was like a jar of mayonnaise out of the fridge. And the entire thing, like the lid, I didn't oh, put it on. Oh, no. So yeah, it was just brand new. Yeah. Crashed all over the floor and there's like mayonnaise nice. all over the kitchen. And the kids are like, Mom, what happened? Well, Mom dropped the mayonnaise. And now there's a big mess. Can I help clean? No. No. It's very, very, very messy. <laughs> so it was a good cleaning session there for a while. And make oh. sure you put those lids back on. Yep. No, for sure. I had a, uh, a, uh, <laughs> Costco's fun. I love oh, Costco. Oh, Costco's so fun. Ugh. Actually, my kids love going grocery shopping, and they're so awesome. Lennox thinks that Costco is Mexico. Really? Yes. I'm like, we're going to Mexico. And it's, she like grabs her bathing suit and like, we're going to Costco. I don't know. Somehow she made that connection along the way. That's cute. Oh, that's awesome. No, I think just last summer I was, I had a cart full of whatever and a couple kids in the cart and one dragging behind and walking back to the car and I rolled over my, my flip flop. Oh. And my flip broke. And I'm going, okay. Well, I'm going to do what one shoe. So yeah. I walked the rest of the way and with my one shoe and holding the other one. And oh, man. people are looking at me like, what the heck? And I'm like, what do you do? You just roll what with do it. You do? What are you going to do? <laughs> like, I have no shoe. Drove home with one shoe. Yeah. Took the groceries out of the car with one shoe. The yeah. kids were just like, Mom, your shoe's broken. Yes, I know my shoe's broken. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. That's how we roll. It was a good laugh. Moms, right? <laughs> it was a good laugh. Yeah. I, you know, if you don't laugh at yourself sometimes, you just kind of... You have to laugh you at yourself. To. Honestly, yeah. at the end of the day, we can't survive. Yeah, exactly. So let's chat about a hiding place. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be pretty strategic the more kids that you have. Because they find you. <laughs> Do you have a good place for a mommy timeout when things get to be a lot? I've had a few. One place. Uh, I feel bad because, like, when I do go hide there, and like, they're freaking out. Mom, where are you? Because I'm so quiet and I don't answer. <laughs> I don't answer. It's under the stairs. In the laundry room. Yeah. Under the stairs. It's dark. Quiet. Quiet, quiet. Meanwhile, they're all like just scared and crying. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. Okay, I'm here. I'm okay. You're okay. Mom just needed a time well, out. Yeah. That or obviously the common thing seems to be the uh, bathroom because there's a lock on the door. Yep. But even still, like if I if I don't lock the bedroom door and then the, the bathroom, bathroom door, then they like come in and they're like, smashing on the door. Well, I don't know. My room is like a zone for, we try and keep the kids out of our room because it's just, yeah. it's not even like I try, like there are certain times, you know, like in the morning or whatever, if they're going to come in and 
cuddle of a bed for a mm-hmm. bit or whatever that's one thing but my kids get into everything in our room so it's like my jewelry ends up like I find my jewelry under the dresser and because they come in and, and just terrorize the room yeah. or Georgia comes in and she pulls all Brandon's shirts off the hangers <laughs> my stuff is on top yeah, his stuff's yeah, on the bottom yeah. so she comes in and she thinks it's a funny game to pull everything everything off the hangers yeah so i try to keep them out of our bedroom if possible because Maybe they just why my parents did that they just make a huge yeah. well and i find like i don't know we've lately become more like this is our space yeah i feel like you need to have a space that's just yours because yeah. well and like it's just when you have multiple children their stuff is everywhere Mm-hmm. Their toys end up, as much as you try to keep it in, you know, a mm-hmm. couple places, mm-hmm. their stuff ends up everywhere. So I feel like yeah. we need, like, a zen zone, I call it. Yeah. This is our adult zone, where we just, like, it's our space. And mm-hmm. sometimes the two of us will go in there, we need to have a conversation, we oh, can sit gosh. on the bed and shut the door. Yeah. Because how do you have a conversation when you have multiple children who are like, mom, 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 mom. Pulling you from every direction. Yeah. Well, and, like, it's always mom. They never yeah. need dad. Oh, gosh. And, like, I feel so bad. Like... Oh, I'm here too, guys. <laughs> well, he says that, you know, yeah. like, Brandon will make numerous comments about that. And it's like, I'm like, I went to the bathroom this morning and like, they seriously had to pass by him in yeah. order to find me. Yeah. And like, he finds them in our room and mm-hmm. they're all in our room. Like, mom, I need a snack. Mom, have yeah. you seen my son? He's like, I'm here too. Hi. Like, I can help you. Your mom is in the yeah. bathroom. Like, leave her yeah. be. Like, it's just they don't have boundaries and sometimes yeah. making sure that it's good for our husbands too to be able to check in and be like remind them yeah dad can do it too yeah like yeah exactly. fully capable well, right prime example just getting ready to go today yeah i uh come out of my bathroom and kids are eating lunch and i'm like where are you going mom I'm gonna go do kind of like an interview yeah. <laughs> thing. And then like, how do you explain podcasts to children? Yeah. And so they're like, oh, can we come? Nope, that's why I'm going over to my friend's house. <laughs> so you're, you're like, that's here. a no. Mom and needs then, a timeout. And then they go, Mackenzie goes, who's gonna take care of us? Let the other parent in this house, your father. <laughs> oh. Okay. I guess that's acceptable. <laughs> like, He'll do. No. Like, you know, and I mean, I do feel bad yeah. for them, though, when yeah. it gets like that. Cause, but when you are the primary, the primary. caregiver yeah. during the day, as, yeah. you know, if you're home and you're in it, mm-hmm. the thick of it all the time, it's, I guess it's kind of natural, right? It, it's, it's a natural thing for them. It is. And I mean, yeah. it, and well, and then on days, like on weekends or, you know, stats or whatever, mm-hmm. if, you know, if my husband happens to be home, it's like, oh, well, why isn't dad going to work? Yeah, and I feel bad because yeah. I'm like, oh, he's not working today, you guys. You should be yeah. happy he's home. Yes. Not, why aren't you gone? Yeah, like yeah, it's just, but it's natural. Like, like their norm, it is right? routine, yeah. right? Yeah. They're so used to a routine, yeah. and they need that. But yeah, yeah. But anyways, I want to thank you for yeah. taking time away from your circus. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure the break was okay for you to yeah. have a few minutes no. to chat, and it was definitely nice to catch up. Too. Yeah. So thank you, and yeah, I welcome. wish you the best of luck Thanks. as you get so close <laughs> to. To baby time yes. soon. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, enjoy the chaos in your circus. <laughs> thank you. I will. You will. I know you yeah. will. And you'll you'll find your groove really quickly. Yeah, you will. This has been joy in your circus. 
I'm your host, Sabrina Irvin, and I just want to thank you for taking some time to hang out with me. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed the time that I spent interviewing Charlotte, and I might even have to do a follow-up episode in the near future just to chat about the experience that she has gone through in NICU. You know, that is an experience that me and my husband didn't have to go through, and I am grateful for that. I've known a few moms that have gone through that experience, and I mean, each one is unique, different circumstances and different needs, but you know, the strength that it takes to go through that. Moms that have gone through that are some of the strongest people I know. And I just want to let Charlotte know, because I know she's going to listen to this podcast while she's up at the hospital. I just want to let you know that you are in my prayers and we are thinking about you. And I just pray for a speedy recovery, emotionally, physically, and for your little man to come to a full recovery and be home with you as soon as possible. So I want to thank everyone for listening to the story today. And like I said, I'd like to do a follow up just to kind of give you a bit more of an insight into what's going on for their family. But today, hug your kids tight. Remember, find some joy in the chaos that your circus throws your way. Thanks for tuning in.